And we are live. How are you doing this Tuesday? It's time to analyze the lyric. And which lyric are we going to analyze? The Grateful Dead's Friend of the Devil. Dun dun dun. Uh oh. Got some problems now. Friend of the Devil. I'm going to look into that and open up uh, one of the sites we utilize at times to kind of see what the song meant, what they were seeking for it to mean, if you will. And, uh,. We'll go through the lyrics, you and I, and uh, see what we can see. That sound okay? Stefan Maia with you. AddedSouls.com is the website. EastCoastChurchOfChrist.com is the church site. And uh, I'd encourage you to please consider subscribing, giving us a thumbs up and a comment, and sharing the link far and wide. Stick around. You may find this interesting. We do have a show note position with the themes of our daily activities and sessions so please take a look at that from monday to friday we try the best we can to be consistent with that going live with this early bird podcast session you'll usually find us in the a.m going live it could be 8 9 10 11 a.m kind of stuff uh from monday through uh friday and uh we'd like to have you around so please consider subscribing yeah, so Friend of the Devil, right? Um, the title obviously garners some kind of controversy, perhaps from believers or the world or how they, in their worldview, might perceive the information of the lyric. But um, as has been our tradition over here with the Added Souls podcast sessions for our Tuesday analyzing the lyrics, we take these kind of songs and we open them up and we look at them and we make sense of them so that... Uh, we're not scared of the lyrics anymore, you know? We just take a look at how the world views things, and we look at how we Christians view things, and together we have ourselves a, an informative session, hopefully an interesting one as well, something that can uh, benefit uh, your life, perhaps give you encouragement, uh, things like that. That okay? All right, let me check here, just to make sure we're up and running and rolling. Let me see here. Yep. That sounds, that, or that sounds, that looks about right. It says we are rolling. All right. Let me pull up our friends over at songwriter or americansongwriter.com. Sometimes we go to a few other places, I think song facts and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, for this session, we'll find ourselves with americansongwriter.com. Uh, it's just a random Google, you know, what does this song mean? And typically you have yourself the top tier websites to search for information on a song. And americansongwriter.com is one of them. I'm not, you know, we don't promote or encourage everything they do over there. I'm not sure what it is, everything they do. But um, they do have some some good information on songs and where they came from and what they mean and stuff like that. And so from there, it can kind of give us a platform to move forward and have a discussion uh, with the lyric. That okay? Yeah, let me see here. Behind the song, The Grateful Dead, Friend of the Devil. Personally, The Grateful Dead for me was not much lyrically, or not, I shouldn't say lyrically, musically in my youth. It just wasn't heavy enough for me. The psychedelic stuff, you know, uh, when I was in my earlier youth, um, it was just not my thing because we began out there in my past life in the world. We weren't doing those kind of drugs too early, I suppose. We were more so into liquor, and with liquor, we were more into, like, the some heavier stuff, if you will. But kind of in my mid-teens, when I started to experiment with psychedelics and 
um, smoking marijuana and, and dropping LSD, magic mushrooms and stuff like that, I started to catch up with it. And I'm like, oh, now I know why they make this kind of music, man. Groovy. <laughs> well, um, so when it comes to the dead, that on, they only came into my life much later. It just wasn't my thing. I just didn't vibe with it all that much. I did like a few songs, you know. I'd catch a few songs and I'd be like, all right, man, I like, you know, the, the typical A-frame radio friendly title you know you'd hear it on the radio every other day like trucking and and, and stuff like that but uh when i when i finally opened my mind to their albums and to their catalog i was like dude like this is good stuff like i really like the way they write i like their the way they compose the music together it's just they made magic and that's why they're loved so much by the deadheads right i don't know if i qualify as a deadhead i don't think so to that measurement but i am a grateful dead fan i i truly enjoy their music and um you know it's been a pleasure listening to them more so in my past life and the many endeavors we had with the uh extremes of life if you will and uh this song here was one of those songs where i was captivated by it you know at first here i was like what are they saying are they like devil worshipers they must be satanist well, I think every heathen that's in the music industry is a Satanist. What is a Satanist? It's the religion of self. That's that's it. You know, it's what I want. It's it's self idolatry. You know, it's <laughs> I am my own idol, the American idol, right? I, I I'm my own idol. I I want I want everything this world has to give me. You know, riches and fame and women and blah blah blah, rock and roll, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And so, uh, to that end, I thought, well, is it some kind of a song glorifying the devil himself? Is it some kind of, you know, uh, what do you call that, seance of a song where we're going to uh, bring the devil among us? Well, no. It's the same thing with a great many songs. Is there a music genre that produces music in homage to their lord being Satan? Yes, of course, there is that genre of music. Though they are ignorant, they have no idea <laughs> who it is or what it is they are doing. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to the Grateful Dead and a friend of the devil, no, they're not devil worshippers or Satanists. They may have, I don't know, partnerships in the occult somehow, some ways. I think all musicians from one scope to another have or are Again, to the religion of self, indulgence to make oneself an idol of fame and riches. Uh, but uh, the song itself was not purposed in a writing pen saying, you know what, we're Satanists and we're going to write a, a, a song about respecting and, and, or, or uh, worshipping the devil. You know, We Christians, by the way, have to respect the devil. You know that, right? We respect the devil. Why? In a very different perspective than the world, of course. <laughs> yeah, we respect the devil because he's been around for a long time and his influence is strong. It's not stronger than the influence of the Christ through the penmanship of the Holy Spirit, the 66 books of the Holy Bible. If we are governed by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit found in the penmanship of the Holy Bible, then we, through Christ, have the strength to conquer and persevere through the devil's temptations and the devil's accusations and all that kind of good stuff. But um, if you're in the world, you're kind of snared in there like we were, right, for decades. 
Okay, so The Grateful Dead. Let's see what it has to say over at americansongwriter.com in regards to the song name, A Friend of the Devil. What's going on with that? Let's read. I'll do my best as a French guy speaking English words here reading this article. It begins, I quote, The Grateful Dead underwent a seismic stylistic adjustment beginning in 1969 as lead guitarist and vocalist Jerry Garcia and his preferred songwriting partner Robert Hunter began incorporating more acoustic music into the band's repertoire to offset of course the psychedelic jams they'd been trafficking in since their formation four years earlier. Hunter had come aboard as an in-house lyricist in 1967 penning words for such uh, lysergic templates as, quote, Dark Star, China Cat, Sunflower, and Alligator. Yeah, those songs don't seem fueled by psychedelics, not at all. <laughs> but, in, uh, but, 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 but by 1969 and the early 70s, the dead were looking to quiet things down a bit. <laughs> Let's take this massive wealth of psychedelic tripping and let's try to organize it and i understand that man dude when we finally experienced lsd and magic mushrooms dude whoo, we was uh tripping and we had to make sense of the trip so let's make sense of the <laughs> of the trip right this is what the dead went through and they did so their first tentative forays into acoustic music could be found on 1969's Here We Go. I'm not going to be able to pronounce this properly. Forgive me. Have mercy. Suffer along with me. But Aoxomoxoa? I mean, I don't know. A-O-X-O-M-O-X-O-A. Aoxomoxoa? <laughs> well, in that 1969's album... Okay, <laughs> whatever that is. But it wasn't until the spring of 1970 that the dead became seriously committed to exploring the form on stage on regular, if sadly short-lived. Okay, following the lead of their friends, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, they polished up their vocal leads and harmonies, broke out what rhythm guitarist singer Bob Weir dubbed the, quote, wooden instruments, plus, in Garcia's case, of course, the pedal steel guitar, and investigated song material that was less, here's another word I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing, kaleidoscopic, kaleidoscopic, <laughs> in nature. Okay, music that in some ways had more in common with the themes inhabiting the songs the bands Robbie Robertson had been creating. Today, the music that the Grateful Dead recorded on their pair of 1970s albums, Working Man's Dead and American Beauty, can be considered photo-Americana. At the time, they didn't fit into any easily delineated category. Friend of the Devil made its first public appearance in March 1970 at the Capitol Theater in Port Chesney, New York, a uh, couple of months before the dead began opening their own shows with full-blown acoustic sets. It appeared on American Beauty that fall and became an immediate hit with fans, ultimately becoming a permanent fixture in the dead's onstage canon. At first, it was performed at a brisk 
bluegrass style tempo built upon a descending scale played by Garcia. Then several years later, a piano now providing much of its melodic root, it slowed to a crawl, evoking a more somber mood. The song's lyrics follow the trail, and here we go into the context of what they wrote it for and what it's meant to be, I suppose. The song's lyrics followed the trail of an unnamed narrator, right? At an unspecified time, on the run, for reasons unknown, doing his best to stay ahead of various pursuers, a couple of wives, the sheriff, 20 pounds, and the devil himself. He takes off from Reno, makes it through the obscure California locals, uh, locales of Chino and Cherokee, spends a night in a cave in Utah, and tries his best to uh, get home and grab some sleep. His fate, F-A-T-E, we never learn. So Friend of the Devil was actually co-authored by Garcia, Hunter, and a third collaborator, John Marmaduke Dawson, the lead vocalist of the New Riders of the Purple Sage, a country rock group that originally included Garcia on pedal steel and other members of the Dead, before breaking off as a standalone unit. In a 1978 interview with this writer, Hunter, who spent a minute or two playing bass for the New Riders, recounted the song's origins. He says, and I quote here in the article from americansongwriter.com, we were sitting around practicing one night and I had a friend of the devil, more or less, already written. I said, uh, try this out. And uh, David Nelson and John Dawson helped by smoothing out some of the rough changes. Then we went down to get some coffee and Marmaduke said, it's a real good song, but it has one repeating line. The line was, it looks like water, but it tastes like wine. And he asked me if I could get it anything punchier. And I said, well, I got it and came out with a friend of the devil is a friend of mine. And this, of course, in a later interview, Hunter credited the replacement lyric to Dawson. So the next morning, Hunter awoke in the group's communal residence to find Garcia's listening to a uh, Garcia listening to a tape of the song, quote, he had that funny look in his eye. Hunter recalled, the next thing I knew, the Grateful Dead had snapped it up, much, uh, snapped it up, much to the new writer's dismay. And uh, that concludes the article in regards to the song. And so we're going to open up the lyric, you and I, and we're kind of going to go through it together and analyze, as we've been doing every Tuesday, when possible, for a, uh, well, how long have we been doing this now? Is it a year? Has it been a year yet? I don't know. We've been doing it for a little bit. Okay, let me just check on something here to make sure we're still rolling. Yeah, we are. And it's good to have all of you. Please consider subscribing, giving us a thumbs up, a comment, sharing the link far and wide if you appreciate this kind of content, which is, of course, on Tuesday, theme to analyze lyrics. Maybe you have a song you would like for us to look at. It can be any song, as long as it doesn't have any cuss words or stuff like that, okay? I mean... It is a Christian platform. I am a Christian. I'm not going to get involved with a whole bunch of taking God's name in vain and foul stuff. But anything and everything, it can come from any genre, we'll do the song. We will. It could be death metal. It could be country. It could be folk. It could be whatever you want it to be. If you have a song that you've been listening to or that you'd like for us to analyze, let us know. Reach out to us. You can do so in the comment section. Or send me an email at itsouls at gmail.com. Okay, so 
the Grateful Dead's lyrics in regards to Friend of the Devil. And again, it's important we do these things when it comes to music because music is a, a massive part of our lives, is it not? I mean, it just is. Whether you want to admit that or not, it is. And some of us, of course, are music lovers and some of us eh, don't care much about music, but it's still everywheres. And it's important for us Christians to be able to recognize songs and music and know what it means and know why it was written and know why it exists. That way we can have mutual conversations with individuals, perhaps even our kids. Instead of being alienated from them, we can have friendship with them and understand what they're listening to and uh, look at the lyric for what it is. You know, there's purpose, of course, in what we are doing. And the thought came to me for that very reason. I'm like, hey, listen, many of us Christians like music. We listen to music. We grew up listening to music. Some of us were Gentiles living very crazy pagan lives before we converted to Christianity. And there's a lot of the music that we were told were like, satanic music, don't listen to that, when in fact it just really isn't. And when you have a sober conscious mind to understand the lyric, then you're not as threatened by it as some who are ignorant to it are. Does that make sense? Okay. Friend of the devil. It begins and it says this in the lyric here. I, I, I lit out from Reno. I was trailed by 20 hounds. Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around. Set out running, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. So again, it's this unknown character, right? And he's being hunted down by unknown entities, the law, girls that he's been with. So we have a picture perhaps of an individual who is lawless. He's this lawless individual. He's involved with drugs, with fornication, and there's uh, hellhounds on his trail. <laughs> he's wanted. And they want to have him apprehended and brought to justice because, well, he's a bad guy. And so that's what you see going on here. So he's let out from Reno. He's got these geographical locations that he's found uh, perusing and running to and from and all that kind of stuff. And he says, I was trailed by 20 hounds. Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around. So obviously something's going on. Did he break out of jail? He's running, man, and they want him. They got the dogs on him. So it says, of course, in the repetitive location here, set out running, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. And I understand that lyric very well as one who has lived in a lawless life. When you're, on, when, when you're um, an individual who might be found in organized criminal perils and uh, agendas, a friend of the devil is, is certainly a friend of yours. What does that mean? Well, someone who's living on um, the lawless side of life is what that means. And that's what the devil here represents. They, of course, in ignorance are not speaking of the devil you would see described in the scriptures, though in principle, certainly you would have influence from the devil to this character here they utilize with the same title, the devil. <laughs> a friend of somebody who's lawless is going to help you out and not help the law out, right? You need a place to hide? I know a place we can go. You want a place where, you can, we, where we can participate in drug abuse and alcohol, fornication, adultery, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, we're not going to go to the faithful Christian's house, are we? No. No. So where are we going to go? 
Well, a friend of the devil is a friend of mine. We're going to go to places we can hang out. If I'm a criminal running from the law and I broke out of jail, I'm not going to go see people who are law-abiding citizens, are we? Morally upright and decent Christians of the community. We're not going to go there, are we? Why? Well, because we're not repentant. We're not willing to change. Now, that's where you would go if you're seeking to repent. You'd go to a faithful Christian household where you know you can knock on the door and that individual there will love you enough to say, hey, man, I'm here to take care of you. Sure, you want to change? Let's go to the, let's go downtown to the law and you confess what's going on and we'll deal with what comes ahead. But I, I guarantee you, it'll be better with Jesus than if you keep running with the devil. Running with the devil. Yeah, keep that one in mind. We are going to do the Van Halen thing. <laughs> okay, so that's what's going on. So that's the descriptive nature of the devil here in this lyric. It's someone you can trust outside the law, right? Okay, so set out running, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight because uh, sleep is a hard thing. No rest for the wicked. Ozzy Osbourne, 1986. The album... We might look at that too. Okay, so yeah, obviously it's a hard life. We've lived that life. I know what that looks like, not sleeping for, you know, four days solid, a week. Riding that white horse, drinking that liquor, finding another girl's home to go visit. Yeah, it's a crazy life. Friend of the devil is certainly a friend of mine because I need locations to hide. I'm in the dark. I'm a child of the night. I'm a criminal. I participate in things that are lawless and sinful. I'm the bad guy. So he keeps going with the uh, lyric and it says, ran into the devil, babe. He loaned me 20 bills. Spent the night in Utah in a cave up in the hills. Well, that must have been a trip, you know, dropping LSD or something. Let's take some peyote, go to the desert trip out with the doors, Jim Morrison. Yeah, we'll look at that perhaps also in the future. Okay, so it keeps going, set out running, and the, it repeats, of course, the, uh, uh, well, what's the name of it now? It's left my mind. It repeats the thing. Okay, set out running, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, just might get some sleep tonight. And of course, ran into the devil, baby. He loaned me 20 bills, spent the night in Utah, and a cave up in the hills. Let's keep going. It says now further, I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. He took my $20 bill and he vanished in the air. Interesting lyricism here. So a friend of the devil is a friend of mine. He needs individuals who are lawless to uh, find a place of refuge, if you will, a location of refuge. But here's the devil in which he meets who loans him 20 bills. He wants him back. He takes it back. I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. So he took my $20 bill and he vanished in the air. But previously, he says, when he ran into the devil, he loaned me 20 bills, spent the night in Utah in a cave in the hills. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of like some stuff going on there. Let's think about it as we move on. He keeps... Writing, and the lyric says, Got two reasons why I cry away each lonely night. And here they are. The first one's named Sweet Anne Mary. Oh, there's a lady involved. And she's my heart's delight. The second one is prison. 
and the sheriff's on my trail. And if he catches up with me, I'll spend my life in jail. Well, those are two reasons that can keep you up, yeah? Love and the law. <laughs> Love and the law. They catch me, babe. They're going to get me. They're going to put me in jail, man. So he's got to keep running. He can't stay with the girl. The law's after him. The law's after him. So, yeah, that would make sense. And that also now perhaps gives us a bit of context to understand why he would say in one line that he ran into the devil and the devil loaned him $20 bill. And then in the other, he says, I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. So is the law in his eyes the devil in the second line? And in the first line, his girl or a girl he knew? Eh, it could be either or, I guess, in perspective, the subjective realm of this poetry. So he keeps going and it says, got a wife in Chino, babe, and one in Cherokee. The first one says she's got my child, but he don't look like me. <laughs> A very stable life this uh, gentleman is living. Yeah, well, you know, it's the way of the world. That's how it operates. That's how it functions in a godless worldview, you know, in a criminal mind. He's got a few wives, got a few girls. He's fornicating. He's involved in idolatry or adultery and idolatry. Uh, there's drugs involved. There's the law. They're looking for him. Uh, the devil's influence is all over him, good, bad, and indifferent. It's all around him. And uh, that, again, perhaps makes sense. If you work for the devil, we all know the paycheck is death. That's actually scriptural. You'll find Paul speaking those words to the Christians in Rome. Uh, if you're working for the devil, you're going to get a paycheck. You're working for someone. Even Bob knew that, Bob Dylan. He knew that. You're going to serve someone. It's either going to be the Lord or it's going to be the devil, but you're going to serve someone. Well, yeah, you're doing something. you got to pay the piper somehow. And if you're working for the devil, if you're hiding out with his friends, there's a paycheck coming, and the paycheck is death. You bust out of jail. The law's looking for you. you got a few wives. you got a few kids. Maybe they're yours. Maybe they're not. There's drugs involved. Yeah, it's a mess. Got a wife in Chino, babe, and one in Cherokee. The first one says she got my child, but it don't look like me. Said I would run, but I take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight. Well, <clears throat> you know, there it is. That's the life of it. And he continues and says, Got two reasons why I cry away each lonely night. And he repeats this, of course. The first one's named Sweet Anne Mary, and she's my heart's delight. The second one is prison, babe. The sheriff's on my trail. And if he catches up with me, I'll spend my life in jail. And that continues. And so here's the story of this unknown individual. And uh, he's lawless. And he's involved with all kinds of criminal things. And uh, life's hard. Life's hard. Ain't no retirement there. Ain't no peace. Ain't no unity. Ain't no blessing there. It's just always on the run. And uh, chaos, right? Fear, 
anxiety, destruction. That's what happens in the world. That's what we were living while we were pagans and Gentiles, right? That's how we lived. We thought it was cool. We thought it was fun. We thought we were free when in fact we were slaves. And again, it's just, just no way around it. You're either going to be a slave to Jesus Christ or you're going to be a slave to the devil. There's no other way around it. There's no other path in life. There's only two paths, good and evil. That's it. And good really does a good job at masquerading. Or let me see. Let me see it this way. Evil. Yeah, there we go. Evil does a really good job of masquerading itself as good and calling good evil. There we go. That's the accuracy of what I was trying to say. Um, and that's the attractive, luring presence of sin. Oh, it looks so adventurous and fun and free. No, it really isn't. Is there pleasure in sin? Well, yeah, there is. The Bible even reveals that. Obviously, if there wasn't, folks wouldn't be doing it. There is pleasure in sin. But it doesn't last long. It has an expiration date. And uh, once the uh, charm of sin has lost its luster, you find yourself broken in divorce, chaos, pain, heartache, death. You gotta pay the piper. You signed that contract, you sold your soul, you had riches and fame for a while, got to run from the law for a while, now it's time to pay up. The devil's dues got your silver dollar. Gonna float across that unknown river. <laughs> well, in Christ, obviously, life's much different. I can speak to that fact, because I've lived both sides of the fence. I've lived in the world's way, and I've lived in Christ. And as a middle-aged man, happily married now with three beautiful children, there's no comparison. You can't pay me. There's not an amount of money. You can't buy me. There's not an amount of money you can give me to go back to that past life. This, I've seen everything it had to offer. Fame and money and riches and women and silver and gold. Power and fear. Influence. I've seen it, everything it had to do. Luxurious clothing and jewelry. I've seen it all. It has no... It's done. It, 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 it had, it, there's no comparison. Life in Christ is much better. There's peace. There's sobriety. There's focus. There's blessing. Is life easier? Well, of course not. Hey, you're going to suffer anyways. Why not suffer in Christ where we can be taught by his word to live a good life, making good decisions, Though we're going to go through everything else that we have to go through in this fallen world, we can persevere through it. It's just a better life. That's all there is to it. Friend of the devil? Oh, I used to be a very good friend of the devil. And let me tell you something. The devil, he'll creep into the church too. Oh yeah, he'll pretend to be a Christian. He'll pretend to be a preacher. He'll pretend to be an evangelist, an elder. He'll get in there, man. You got to watch him. He's a sneaky little devil. Friend of the devil? Yeah, I was a friend of the devil. I've been a friend of the devil for sure. I know exactly what he looks like. I know what he looks like. I know what he sounds like. I know his agenda. 
both outside the church and in the church. I know exactly what he looks like, what he does and how he does it. He's a manipulator, a deceiver, very cunning one. And in the world, he'll have you believing all kinds of stuff. He'll do the same if he creeps into the local assembly. Oh, he'll cause problems. Friend of the devil. From the Grateful Dead, we looked over uh, a bit of article material with americansongwriter.com, and we get our lyrics usually from AZ Lyrics or analyzing azlyrics.com. That's kind of where I go to see the lyrics. Friends, thank you so kindly for your uh, attention and being with us. Uh, again, consider subscribing, giving us a thumbs up, leaving a comment, sharing the link far and wide. If you have a song suggestion you'd like for us to do, reach out, let us know. That okay? If you'd like to support the work, we encourage you to go to addedsouls.locals.com. You can sign up for free and you can choose to support the work there. We encourage you to do that. We have a goal to try to reach 25 supporters by the end of 2023, which would round it up to 50 supporters. And that would be awesome because we're trying to continuously build support to keep the work going. The Added Souls Ministry through the Maya family with the mission work we're involved in here on the East Coast of Canada. In New Brunswick, Canada, the East Coast Church of Christ.com. That okay? Good stuff? Stay focused and stay positive. Lord willing, we shall go live tomorrow for our themed session tomorrow, which is a Bible study. We keep we're gonna keep going into the book of Genesis as we've been doing. Good stuff. Peace out. <laughs>